Hey there, it's Ruthie from RuthieGray.mom, and welcome to Instagram Insider Hacks. So easy, your mom can do it. This is the podcast that teaches you how to authentically deliver your message in a non-pushy way. If you want to receive engagement and investment on your Insta time, listen in. And now, here's your host, me, Ruthie Gray. Belinda Letchford is a family life coach. She lives in Australia, writes on her website at livelifewithyourkids.com, and she talks to moms across the world, thanks to the internet, with her teaching and coaching. Now, I'm going to say Belinda is, like I said, from down under. She has a lovely accent, and she says moms as mums. So, Belinda, you'll forgive me if I don't say it exactly right. Belinda encourages moms to build strong relationships, shape their children's hearts, and use the whole of life to teach faith, character, and life skills. She has four adult kids whom she homeschooled. They have all left home now, so life looks very different, but she continues to support moms to be heart-focused. And welcome, Belinda. Thank you, Ruthie. Well, let's dive into some Instagram strategy talk because that is why we're here. And we are talking about your journey and how you came to be where you are now. Let's talk a little bit about how things were for you. Was it frustrating? What are some of the frustrations that you experienced before you really had a grasp on a good Instagram strategy? What was going on? Yeah, I think I felt that I needed to get on Instagram. It was a huge generational gap between what I was seeing other people using Instagram, even my own kids, the way they shared on Instagram was so vibrant and I felt that I really needed to get there if I was going to continue reaching um, mums, uh, especially, you know, the next generation of mums. But it was really, really hard. It, it, I'm so much a words-based person with writing and, and blogging and speaking to then switch it over to being image-based and concise words. That was really challenging as well as really uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, it is hard. Um, And I have talked to some other women our age, like my target audience is obviously someone my age that's trying to figure out Instagram. And they say a lot of the same thing. Their kids are on Instagram. They can figure it out. They, They easily get it. But we're, you know... (laughs) we've got to relearn or learn in the first place all of the tips and tricks. And it can be a challenge, can it? Yeah, it can. And I think that it shows an aspect of yourself that you don't have to show when you're teaching or, or writing on a blog, which was what my experience was. And I'm very comfortable talking to people sitting around my dining room table and in a sense, Instagram kind of pulls the pulls a platform 
platform to your dining room table. Exactly. I love that. And we've been learning together for a while. Linda has been tagging along with me to see, you know, to change up a little bit of her Instagram. And I have really noticed a big difference there. And Melinda, why don't you share with us what kind of strategies you've started to implement with your Heart Focused Parenting Instagram account and where are you seeing results? I think the biggest strategy that I have that's changed as you've encouraged me and you know gently prodded me has been to share my everyday life and to not always teach and that's I think that's a security blanket for me to have that message always at the front. But at the same time, like I said before, if you sit around my dining room table, these are the types of things that we'll end up talking about because that's my passion. And so just to to find that gentle balance to be a whole of life rather than just um, my heart message. Um, so as far as the strategy goes, there's been I've been learning how to connect in conversations to take social media like you start off with Instagram and you're putting stuff out there but it's supposed to be social so the next step for me has been what I've really needed to learn is how to take the images and the captions and make that into a conversation with people and even to then broaden it off my own feed and jump over into someone else's feed and engage with their image and caption and create a conversation. One of the things that I've been really challenged about lately is that when I have conversations here at home, it's with all sorts of people about all sorts of things. and. That's what I do when I jump over to other people's feed and engage with their captions. So I might jump over to someone and talk about marriage or I might jump over and talk to someone about fashion or living in an RV and, you know, all these different things as I look broader than just my own feed. I think, I think that's probably been a really big lesson for me. I love that you said that because a lot of times we don't realize that it's not just about us cranking out content and sharing our own stuff. Like you said, social media, we have to be supporting others too. And they don't have to be all in our same kind of, you know, venue. It doesn't have to be, you know, only um, homeschool moms or parenting or anything like that, you you gain more exposure by broadening your reach and talking to many others in many different fields. And you also really never know when you'll make, for instance, a new connection of someone who who starts to look at you as the authority in the parenting arena or when you might even strike up a collaboration of some sort is what I have found. Yeah, that, that's right. You, you don't know. And one of the things that I try and keep 
myself very aware of is that I want to engage with mums and help them grow as mums. And it doesn't matter what the experts tell us, I can only do that at a deep level with a few women at a time. And so the whole, you know, push in general speaking is to grow a big account and, you know, um, do all the things so that you can be a big name. And I constantly remind myself that if I had, I look at this, you know, the quote, quote, small number of people who message me, and if I had had that number of people sitting at my dining room table every day and we got to talk about one important thing for them as a mum, I would be wrapped. That would, I would just feel that I was making such a difference. And yet we put it on this platform that has so called no limitations, you know, it's just there for the whole world and numbers are endless and, you know, that kind of bigness, it can distort the reality that if I help one mum today, then that's great. And so I, I really try and keep that perspective. That's right. That's just like uh, when you hear people starting out their email lists and they say, well, I only have 100 followers. But if you had 100 people in the room with you and you had their attention, you know, that'd be a big deal. So we can't despise the day of small things, can we? It, it has to start somewhere. And I know, Belinda, that you are you are really focused and concerned about not getting into all the vanity metrics or doing all the latest fads on Instagram, but just doing a few targeted things well so that you can remain true to your true calling. Yeah, and that's partly for my own sanity. Uh, I can be a collector of information. I want to do all the things and I think I can do all the things, but reality is I can't. And so I really have to for my own sake, but it does, yeah, I kind of, my motivation is not to be big and known. My motivation is to help the, the mum that crosses my path. And so, you know, the whole system is set up. And I, and I think Instagram users as a, as a general thing, are starting to resist, you know, those vanity metrics and so forth. But it, it gets in your head sometimes and you have to be really intentional to say, why am I here? And I am on Instagram to connect with a mum who just needs to be encouraged, maybe needs to understand things in a different way than, than her community tells her or her experience tells her that she can do it in a different way that will um, build a strong family and honour God at the same time. And so by keeping that in my mind, yeah, everything gets filtered through. That's my why that I'm here. And it's hard. But the other thing, the flip side of that, is that Instagram is supposed to be a fun place. And as we start to look at Instagram for business, sometimes that can be taken away and we rob ourselves really of that 
opportunity to be creative and have fun. And, you know, Ruthie, you, you really enjoy the fun aspect of, of Instagram and that's inspiring. And so I try and remind myself and, you know, I'm not very good at it yet, but I, I enjoy the creative aspects of Instagram as well as the connectivity that it offers. So I want to know, what are some specific things that you do that are important to you to get done on Instagram every week? Is it stories? Is it the feed? Is it polls? Is it DMs? What are you focusing your time on? That's a good question because I think that's a good question to ask myself every week, really, to keep myself on the straight and narrow. Um, I think my feed is kind of down pat. I know the content, I know the images, I know my purposes there. So I'm trying to I'm trying to stay consistent with that. Then I'm trying to grow in the area of stories and using the engagement stickers. My biggest challenge right now is to use stories that reflect my everyday life and to use an engagement sticker on that so that I can then talk to people about my everyday life. So, you know, one of the things, you know, the other day I was outside and I was seeing my garden and I shared my garden with some, I don't know, a pole maybe, and then the conversations that I had were great and I had one particular conversation and we talked heaps about her garden and she inspired me to um, plant some flowers and for myself some more traditional cut flower type things. And that was awesome. So just those stories with stickers so that I can get into conversations about just getting to know you type of things. And yeah, I think that's my biggest goal at the moment. So it's the stories and then the engagement conversations. Mm -hmm. And you recently shared with me that you feel like you are really gaining ground on connecting with your target audience, your ideal follower. How are you accomplishing that? What are you doing? I'm taking it one at a time. So when I say growth, it's growth one at a time and very slow in terms of typical um, growth. But what I'm doing is I am visiting their feed and having conversations about what they're posting. So I'm getting to know them rather than asking them to get to know me. And and then, but they are getting to know me as well. And then I am just trying to keep a handful of people in my mind that I visit every week. The other thing that I'm doing is when I post, I go back and visit everybody who liked what I posted yesterday. So I think the theory is that kind of activates the connections on the algorithm and so forth. But it's really about a action trigger that reminds me to visit those people who are interested in what I'm posting. And I think just consistently turning up on their feed and is what is helping me jump to the next level of conversations. Yes, exactly. So your heart-focused 
ministry and message is still shining through in how you are reaching out to each of these people in your target audience and caring about them, being concerned about them. It's not all, hey, I'm Belinda and I can teach you how to parent your kid. It's more, how are you? What are you doing? What is, um, how do you do this? And, And I love what you did with that. You know, it's more about them. And that is what I constantly am trying to teach my followers is when someone comes to your account, it, they've got to know what what's in it for me. That's really what they're working on is what's in it for me, but we get it backwards a lot of times. And so I love that you are reaching out and just getting to know it, just making friendships. This That's what it's all about. It's not like we're a storefront and um, everyone just come and buy our wares. That's not where it's at. And I know that you're, you do want to eventually have a product and yet continue to minister as well. So I feel like you are definitely on the right track. And I love the some of the connections that you've been sharing and how you have just really turned your strategy around. And I've seen you have a lot of aha moments, especially during this summer pro membership group. Yeah, that and that's been great. The the coaching group, I joined that because I just wanted your constant encouragement to stay on track and also the collaboration with the other people in the group and that learning together has been a great way to just gain the confidence to stretch out you know it's really been the stories and you've been saying to me I think for about six months that I need to be sharing my life on stories and and I don't know, you read different things. People need to be told 21 times before they get it. Well, I've been needed to be told for six months, but I feel that I'm slowly getting there and getting the confidence. And that happens because of the group that you're leading. So it's by your gentle encouragement and then by the the group supporting you. And, and that's been a culture that you've fostered in, in your coaching group. It's been great. I have really enjoyed this talk. I feel like the longer we've talked today, the deeper we've gotten. So I appreciate your wisdom and insight. And it's just a joy to know you and have your friendship, Belinda. And we we plan a visit one of these days where uh, Jim and I are going to connect with Belinda and Pete. And I can't wait for that. I'm personally hoping um, secretly that it's us traveling to you because we both always wanted to see Australia anyway. So... That would be awesome.